Hello, hello, everyone. Amanda Grace here with you uh, on this, I believe it's Thursday today. Hello to everybody watching in the United States and around the world. Hello to our moderators and our team as well. We have Clay Clark, Ambassador Jackson Lawmeyer here with us. And so I'm going to open up in prayer and then I'm going to bring them right in. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise. Do your name. We humble ourselves before you this day, asking Lord that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach to the earth in the, in the form of a man. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. A transaction took place that day when he said, it is finished. He rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven and victoriously rules and reigns at your right hand forevermore, Lord. He is our advocate. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we honor that before you this day. Father, we invite your presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, to fill this place, Father God, to move, to lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority come forth in Jesus name. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise in the precious name of your Christ. Amen. And amen. Amen. Okay. I'm going to bring these gentlemen in. I will tell you today. He's already tried to headbutt the gate, so we're going to do some footage. He wasn't too happy at first. He seems to be settling in. And without further ado, hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, hey. Hey, Amanda, hello. this is to, just to work, so we're clear. I'm Clay Clark, you know, and this is yes. Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer. Yes. And this is Gina Holcomb. And I wanted hello. to get Gina and Jackson with us because, you know, Amanda, we're, we're headed now into the, to the Reawaken America tour uh, yes. in Miami, Florida at Trump Doral. And I really wanted to give people an encouraging message today, if I could. But I also yes. wanted to share some troubling information um, from a biblical perspective. And, and I, I'm just so glad that everybody's here. And, and Gina, she talks to people that buy, buy tickets. And I so do. She's oh, sort of that's knows, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So anytime someone buys a ticket, they go to timetofreeamerica.com and they request a ticket. And when they do, uh, Gina uh, will probably talk to one third of the people. And so wow. she kind of has her pulse to what the questions people have and then pastor jackson pastors a church and he talks to people every sunday and every married in church yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> i've I mean, been there yeah so you you know you're jackson you're in oklahoma city uh and you have a campus there one in tulsa you see people on wednesday service saturday service yep. sunday so you have mm -hmm. a flock that you shepherd and amanda you have a, a an incredible audience and you interact with your listeners so i thought we could share you know the news of the day but from a biblical okay. perspective okay sounds good so first thing I would want to share today, and I'd love to get just Amanda's thoughts on this reaction to this first, is there's a certain percentage of the population that won't put the the the, the technology in their body. I don't want to get you banned yeah. off of social, so we'll just say that so I don't get you banned mm -hmm. off today. But whatever that technology is that certain people want to put in your body, some people are saying, I'm not going to put it in my body. And so now I'm going to play this, and this is won't get you banned, I don't think. This is from ABC10. Okay. News. Um, this isn't me saying it's ABC 10 news. Everyone can go there and you just type, you need to go to Google and type in plant based 
COVID boop, that word. Okay. Watch this. Listen to this real quick, folks. Here we go. A late stage clinical trial on a whole new kind of COVID-19 vaccine. One that's grown in plants. They're looking for volunteers in San Diego. We're going in depth wow. on what you might call the world's first vegan vaccine. Oh my Medi gosh. Manufacturing facility looks like a nursery, but inside these plants, they're growing a new kind of vaccine. One that's now being tested in volunteers around the U.S., including in San Diego. They can grow this material very fast. Okay, so that's what's happening right now. And I'd just love to get your thoughts on that, Amanda, because you know the Bible much more than I do. But you are the person who got me reading the Bible every day. We run a show together. And you told me I should read it every day, and I do now. So thank you for putting that in my Praise the Lord. Clay, read it every day. And I remember you saying, I go, that's what I'm going to do. So I'd love to get your thoughts from a biblical perspective. How do you react to that? You know, from a biblical perspective, it's very interesting what they're doing because the enemy works in cycles and not to say that, v that there's something necessarily wrong with being vegan, but the enemy tends to work at, oh, I want you to focus more about what goes into your body instead of into your soul. That, in, in a nutshell, is the whole movement hmm. um, that certain things have spawned from. Vegan, new age, all these. I want you to focus more about what goes into your body hmm. and taking care of your body while the soul rots. And so, and you know, so this is sort of stemmed from that. Now, you, you start to you see these things, and they might seem unrelated, Pastor Jackson. I mean, you're, you're shepherding a church. Gina, you're mm -hmm. talking to ticket buyers. And I, I, we're starting to get more questions that are people are becoming. They went from kind of concerned maybe are worried to like alarmed. Yeah. And God has not given us the spirit of fear, but God also hasn't given us the spirit of ignorance because mm -hmm. if you don't know what's going on, that's also the lack of understanding is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to play this, this audio clip here. This was from revelation chapter two, verse 13. I'm going to play it. Revelation chapter two, mm -hmm. verse 13. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. So, Jackson, mm. I started looking into this, Pastor Jackson. I began looking into who's Antipas. And I started going, well, who's Antipas? Okay, so St. Antipas, mm -hmm. he was martyred. And I'd love to get your thoughts on how was St. Antipas martyred? Oh, quite brutal. So it's actually believed that Antipas was the pastor of the church in this particular city. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was tortured to death, essentially. What they had was a brass bull. And you would be placed inside the brass bull that had like a horn that would go out the mouth. And they would light a fire underneath and they would literally fry a person to death inside the brass bull. And as the person would be screaming... Out of the mouth of the bull would come the sound of an actual bull. So it was actually a form of entertainment uh, in mm. particular time. And so that took place in the city where it is said this is the seat of Satan. And here's what we know about Satan. He's not God, meaning he's not everywhere. Right. At all times, he's in it one can't be ever present. Exactly, one location at one time, and this is where his seat is. And so, Clay, you have quite the interesting connection. So I began looking up Saint. Antipas, and I've been, I mean, I've been very real with you. I, until uh, probably the fiftieth time I've listened, I've read Revelation. This is just in the last couple of weeks. I started going, 
Antipas. Who is this guy? Yeah. So I look him up. What I found historically matched what you told me, but we hadn't talked about it before. I just found it. And I was like, when you told me, and I go, same thing I found. Yep. And I thought, where did he die, Amanda? And so I looked up the coordinates of where St. Antipas is supposed to have died. And it gives me the coordinates on a Google map. You can see it. Everyone should look it up. And I look it up, and I'm going, that is where CERN is located. Oh, wow. So CERN is located on top of the exact former temple of Apollo where Mm -hmm. Antipas was martyred. And CERN has a 666 logo. That's the logo of CERN. And CERN invented the World Wide Web. Like a web is typically used by spiders to catch things. World Wide Web. And in Hebrew, www is 666. And so now Satan, who's in one place has the ability to be omnipresent if he can put if he can put this technology in you then he's in you like the holy spirit's supposed to be in you then he's in you and so mm-hmm. the the computer now that powers cern as of right now is called the google quantum computer and mm-hmm. this computer has passed the ibm computer for what's called quantum supremacy so it's now the world's fastest computer wow. it's okay. called quantum computer mm-hmm. and upon inventing this technology google has changed their logo to be 666 so google now their logo is 666 since they achieved quantum supremacy so the power the computer that powers up cern is called the google quantum computer cern is located on top of the former temple of apollo aka where satan dwelleth and the new technology that would introduce the CBDCs. If everybody go, everyone needs to search this right now. Do not believe me. I'm pulling it up right now. It's called Quant.network. Quant.network okay. is the name of the technology. And in this technology, it's called Quant.network. That's the website, Quant.network. And this technology is the key to the CBDC. So the quantum, the quantum computer Power CERN, the name of the CBDC technology is called the Quant, and the name of the technology developed by MIT that stores your medical and financial records under your skin is called the Quantum Dot. So mm. love to get your thoughts on that, Amanda. Those those connections to the Quantum Dot, the, the Quantum Computer, CERN, Antipas, where Satan mm-hmm. willeth. Uh, you kind of, I'd love to just get your thoughts on that. Well, the enemy works in cycles. He likes to work in cycles. So you will see basically a connect the dots of similar things or circumstances that all have a common denominator. This is how the enemy works. And that's how you identify his work and that it is the kingdom of darkness that literally in the realm of the spirit has all of these things chained together. And then we see it how we see it in the natural. And the enemy has been working in these types of cycles since he attempted the first great reset in the Garden of Eden. Wow. When he tempted Eve and Adam and they both fell. So this has been a cycle he has been working in since then, but refining the craft Mm. to, to produce it and get a modern day people to accept it. So what was the temptation that Eve, remember Eve, the problem was Eve was deceived so much so that she actually believed Mm -hmm. Satan. So what was the temptation, Pastor Jackson, that Eve was tempted with by Satan? Well, it was to partake of the tree of knowledge of good and evil Uh and to become like God. Now let's continue. Now there's a new technology called the crown. 
I want everyone to look it up. Neurosity crown. Now I'm going to pull this up on my computer. I never want to get the Bible wrong. Okay. But if you look up the Bible revelation, mm -hmm. okay. And you look up crown and bow. Okay. I want everyone to look it up in the book of revelation. This is chapter six, verse two. Okay. It says I saw and behold a white horse and he that sat on him had a bow and had a crown was given unto him and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Well, the word Corona means crown in Latin. Mm -hmm. And for anybody that doesn't know the word Corona, um, numerically speaking, is 666. Now, the name of the Neurosity Crown, this is a technology you put on your head, and it connects your brain to the infinite intelligence, a.k.a. called AI. Mm -hmm. It's called the Neurosity Crown. So I'd love to get your thoughts, because right now, if you go to Twitter, I want everyone to go to Twitter. Everyone assume I'm making this up. Okay, go to Twitter. I'm showing it to you guys. So you go to Twitter and you do a search for neurosity. Now, I'm not saying that you, this is not my opinion. Neurosity right now, Alex Castillo, mm -hmm. the co-founder of, of the Crown Technology, he is bragging now that they're connecting the brains of people mm -hmm. to chat GPT. So, uh, Holcomb. Mm. When we talk to ticket buyers, people are going to time to freeamerica.com. And this is what happens. I mean this. They're going there right now. We got 200 tickets left for the Awaken America tour. And they're fired up to see Eric Trump and Cash Patel. A lot of people will use promo code Amanda Grace for a chance to win a backstage pass. By the way, if you use promo code Amanda Grace, you have a final chance to win a backstage pass. We have 200 tickets left. You've got General Flynn, Cash Patel. Eric Trump, Dr. Peter McCullough. I mean, so many truth-telling people. Mm -hmm. What kind of questions do people ask you about what's going on? Because you do a great job of not just selling somebody a ticket. We're trying to save America. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Amanda, I encourage our ticket team. I say, have a conversation. That's I a good idea. Mm -hmm. Become friends. Let's. In, what kind of questions do people ask you, or what, what kind of conversations do you have? Um, I have, I have a lot of conversation. I had a conversation today with a lady that's wondering what she should do with her finances, you know, should mm. invest in gold and silver. And she's from California and she's thinking about coming to our, actually she is coming to our Las Vegas event. And she was asking, I don't know, I've got this much money. I said, I'm not a financial consultant, but maybe you go to BH, uh, Beverly Hills. Precious metals. Yeah. That's, so who, that's who I use. Yeah. That that's a conversation. There's conversations about, um, you know, I've got loved ones that took the shot. I don't know what to do. I, I can't keep them from getting more Don't you shots. think we're almost like the prayer line for many oh, people? Oh, so much. There's not any just one mm -hmm. conversation that is the same. I talked to a lady yes. yesterday who she said, I want you to know I listened to your show and I have breast cancer. And I hopped on a prayer call with one of the teachers that speaks at your events. And they prayed for me. And the cancer's gone. Wow. And I Praise go, God. Serious? Awesome. So yeah, I met one of your teachers. Mm -hmm. and I, and I, I'm not going to mention her name or the situation. I just want to be, because I, I don't want to. But she says, I want you to know, I, I hopped on a prayer call with one of the pastors that spoke at your event. Wow. And uh, my cancer's gone. I go, and, I, and, I, and to me, this is like, um, I don't know if it's jarring, if it's concerning, if it's alarming. It's certainly not in my comfort zone because I'm not <laughs> a pastor. But I think for a large part, the pastors have abdicated their job. Now, let me be very clear. I'm a business consultant. So I'm going to get something while you're talking. Keep talking. Okay. So delegate to me, when I delegate, delegates where I would say, um, if I worked for Pastor Jackson and Pastor Jackson said, Clay, I would like for you to edit this video and put it out for me. Delegates where you would tell me what to do. And I, as an employee, would respect the authority and I would do it. But then you would follow up and say, is it done? 
And there's that follow-up, and that's what delegate is. Now, abdicate is where I just ask you to do something and I don't follow up, where I don't care enough to make sure it gets done. And many pastors are abdicating their uh, authority right now. Many, not all, mm-hmm. but many. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, well, why is that? So I'm going to play a little clip, and then we'll go back to you, Amanda. This is Francis okay. Collins who works with Dr. Fauci, worked with him. He's a big uh, pro, you know, you might have heard his name early on from the NIH and the gain of function conversations. I want people to listen to what he says and feel free to rebuke it at the end of it if you need to. Okay, so here we go. I did have the chance uh, and I'll do it again if given the chance uh, to try to go on podcasts with people who have the ear of evangelical Christians people like Rick Warren, people like Franklin Graham, uh, people like uh, Tim Keller, um, and try in that circumstance uh, to sort of point out Christians of all people are supposed to be people of truth. The truth will set you free. But obviously we failed. 50 million people in the United States are still unvaccinated. I mean, COVID makes it- This is Yuval Noah Harari talking. It accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance and it makes surveillance go under your skin. At the local level, people trust that priest or that pastor or for that matter, any mom. This is Rick Warren speaking at the World Economic Forum. I want to say I personally know uh, Francis Collins to be a man of integrity. If if I look at our... This is Klaus Schwab now explaining that he now controls pastors. We have business, of course, um, as a very important audience, and we have politics, we have uh, uh, continuous uh, uh, partnerships with many governments around the world, and of course we have NGOs, uh, we have trade unions, we have all those different parts. Media, of course. Media, of course, and very important um, experts and scientists and academia. Because if we are looking at the future, I think we should look at new solutions, and the new solutions will be very much driven by technological uh, developments. And we even have, uh, you even have religious leaders, right? We have religious leaders, we have social entrepreneurs. So you start to think about it, and you go, well, why is that? And you look at 2 Timothy chapter 4. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Mm-hmm. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. Mm-hmm. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. So the question I would have is, why is Rick Warren on the same page with Yuval Noah Harari why is Klaus Schwab on the same page as mm-hmm. Rick Warren? Why is, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying, I'm not speaking, saying anything about Billy Graham, because I don't know that situation. I'm just saying Franklin Graham, why is, why is it that Francis Collins is going, oh, I'd love to hop on interviews with Franklin Graham Ministries or mm-hmm. uh, to put to push this. So again, I just, I'd love to get your thoughts, Amanda, because most people, if they're not going to your podcast, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, if they're not going to your show, Ark of Grace, and if they're not going to Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer's church, mm-hmm. Very hard outside of our tour to hear this information. Yes. What is going on, Amanda? Okay, I'm going to hold up this book and I'm going to explain something that's very, that's the crux of this book. This is called Letter to the American Church by Eric Metaxas. 
It, it is an, every pastor in America should read this book, by the way, every pastor in America. Now, now in the crux of the book, I know there's an echo, isn't there? Hold on. I can't hear, make, maybe the listeners can. Can you hear, can, you can't hear the echo? I cannot hear the echo. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Okay. So Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that the church is the conscience of the state. So when the conscience becomes seared, now how does it become seared? As the Nazi party was rising to power in Germany, there were 18,000 Protestant pastors. 3,000 of those 18,000 signed a document called the Confessing Church that stood against what the Nazis were doing, this wickedness, the evil, the tyranny. Another 3,000 of the 18,000 sided with Hitler's agenda and promoted it while claiming to serve God. That leaves 12,000 pastors who faltered between two opinions and spoke not a word and slunk back and didn't do what they were supposed to do. Had 3,000 more of them signed that document, the Confessing Church, Hitler would have never came to power. Hmm. This is... This is profound stuff. And again, I credit you, Amanda Grace. And I mean this not just because I'm on your show. We were on a show together. And you told me, I said, Amanda, uh, what would be your advice for me? Remember to ask this because Aaron wanted me to listen to your show. And I thought your show was crazy because it was a prophetic show. And previous to two and a half years ago, I would never under any circumstance ever listen to a prophetic show. I would go out of my way to put things in my ear and not listen. And I've also in my life ran into a bunch of weirdos who have called themselves prophets. People, I say weirdos, people that are weird, they're bizarre, they're not aligned with scripture, and yeah. they would just claim to be a prophet, you know, and uh, certain churches don't maybe mm-hmm. know who is and who isn't, and then they, and I grew up in a household where, you know, we, we went to churches where these kind of things would happen sometimes, and I was just like very cynical of the whole thing, um, but I listened to your show, and I saw the accuracy of the prophecies over time, and I thought, wow, she mm-hmm. actually just really freaks me out, but is hearing from God, because she's hearing from God, but it freaks me out. And that was, and that was, and I, and then I couldn't find churches that would talk about what was going on, but I found Jackson online and I began watching you in the mornings. I would listen to your Sunday service in the mornings while I was getting ready for the work day. And that's how I would hear what was going on. But I, mm-hmm. um, with, if it wasn't for you two guys, I would not have been, been hearing about what was going on from a biblical perspective. And so I imagine a lot of listeners are in that same boat. Now, we're, we're going to shift gears for a second. I think a lot of Americans, and someone can rebuke me, I think a lot of Americans, instead of saying in God we trust, I believe they say in the dollar we trust. I think there's a lot of Americans yes, that have that. Absolutely. They I agree. say, oh, in God we trust. No, you trust in your in your, in your your dollar. So I think there's a lot of people that do that. So I'm going to be very clear for a second. I'm going to speak to the financial thing. We are seeing the intentional demolition of the U.S. dollar. Okay, it's called Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. I'm going to play an audio clip for you, and I want everyone to really listen as though your family's financial status depends on it. Okay, this is March 27th, and the person speaking is Nalady Pandor, the foreign minister from South Africa. Why she's relevant is she's the person who is in charge of taking applications from countries that want to join BRICS and their new currency. So she was asked the following question on WION News, and listen to what she just said, folks. How many countries have sent you the... I think um, on my desk, I think I have 12 letters. 12 letters? Um, And I suspect other foreign ministers have had approaches from their own region. 
any, any names you like yes to indeed oh, they've come out publicly uh, saudi arabia is one uh, united arab emirates egypt uh, algeria argentina so it's a growing list, Mexico, um, Nigeria. So there's huge interest. In order to avoid the consequences. She didn't go horse, but this is the next speaker. This is the former <laughs> South Africa president, Tabo Mabeki. And he was asked the question, hey, what's going on with BRICS? And he says, and listen to what he says here, folks. In order to avoid the consequences of sanctions that arise from that, let's walk away from the dollar. And hence the, the, the global discussion taking place. The dollar is facing a revolt. The world knows it as the king of currencies, but the dominance of the dollar is now under threat. More okay, so Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, that's 41% of the Earth's population. Yes. They have said we're going to move away from the dollar. It's Brazil, Russia, India, mm -hmm. South Africa. And for anybody that doesn't know about this, not because you're ignorant, but because you weren't taught in school. In 1971, America got off the gold standard per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger. Yes. So at that point, we've been on the what's called the fiat currency, also called the petrodollar. Yes. And so the way the relationship works is we say we will protect you, Saudi Arabia, militarily, as long as you sell oil to countries that we like at a price that we like, and you price the oil in U.S. dollars that we like. And that's the relationship. Saudi Arabia has said we are no longer working with you, United States. We're going to be teaming up with Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. And to demonstrate their loyalty to the new currency, they just opened their port in Jeddah for Russian warships to move in, which means mm -hmm. now Russian warships can reach Israel by sea through the this is a real thing. It's also to demonstrate their loyalty to this idea of moving away from pro-Israel, pro-America, just to demonstrate these ideas. You're beginning to see now um, these countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, no longer hide mm -hmm. their plans are. So China's now been on to do military, showing military exercises, showing force. Russia has moved in uh, a lot of equipment, a lot of equipment mm -hmm. floated now into Syria, into Damascus. So there's now, right now you're seeing missiles being lobbed from Syria, which is on the east, into Israel from Gaza, which is in the south, into Israel, and from Lebanon in the north. So Israel is now being hit from all sides. And at the same time that happened, there was a concerted effort by Yuval Noah Harari to remove Benjamin Netanyahu from leadership in the country that God chose, Israel. Simultaneously, there's a mm -hmm. push, the same day, by the way, the same day they made a push to remove President Trump from the American playing field. So you're seeing the country that God chose, Israel, and the country that chose God, America, are both having their leaders removed from the political playing field, or at least it's being attempted, while yes. they're simultaneously de-dollarizing the world. Now, just to be very clear what that means, okay? Uh, back at, uh, Amanda, do you remember 1999? You're too young to remember that. Remember 1999? No, I'm not. <laughs> How old was I? I graduated college in 2001, so I was 19 years old. Okay, so 1999, okay? There was a lot of rap music in my life. I, I shouldn't have done it, but there was a lot of, there was a, just a, oh, boy. a little bit. There was a little bit of Tupac in my ear back in that time. That was that time. A little bit of Bel, 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 Biv DeVoe. That's where it was. Okay. Bel Biv DeVoe. Bel Biv DeVoe, the hot stepper, I need Kamozi, the whole thing. Paula Abdul, early 80s. That was my flow. So I was there, and uh, I just remember that, that time period, that time period, friends of mine, and I never did this, but my friends would go to Mexico. And they're like, Ooh. we lived in Minnesota. And they go, dude, you going to Mexico? And I'm going, no. They go, We're 18, bro. We got to go to Mexico. <laughs> and in Mexico, you could take one U.S. dollar and you could yeah. buy three 
you had the mm -hmm. spending power of three Mexican dollars. So you could go down to you could would, taking a thousand U.S. dollars was like taking three thousand Mexican dollars, and people were so desperate for the U.S. currency mm -hmm. that very nefarious people that I knew at that time in my life they would go, dude, it's amazing the things you can do in Mexico for three thousand dollars. It's all, I mean because the the currency of the U.S. dollar was so powerful, yeah, and the people in Mexico were so desperate for so the the ports of call on cruise ships. All of the local workers in Mexico realized you need to be at the port when people get off the boat. We need to be there offering our services, our products, because it's a U.S. dollars. We want them. Mm -hmm. And they because the Mexican dollar had no value, people wanted right. to get paid in the dollar. Right. Now we're about ready to flip Mexico. It's a Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. It's 41% of the Earth's population. We now have, we now know that uh, it's a total of 80 plus percent of the Earth's population is moving immediately to move out of the U.S. dollar. 80% of the Earth's population is stating or actually moving away. So Brazil says we're going to trade oil no longer using the U.S. dollar. China says we're not going to use the U.S. dollar. Russia says we're not going to use the U.S. dollar. Now you're seeing France. France, Macron. I'm not surprised. He says, and by the way, he's a big Yuval Noah Harari guy. Macron says, you know what? I, I encourage people to now trade using hard assets or not the U.S. dollar. This is Macron. Macron. So what we have now is we now have a de-dollarization, which will change the conversation of do you believe in God or the dollar? And I have a hypothesis that we're all going to have to pick very soon because the central bank digital currency will be based in Shanghai. The bank that will steward over it is called the New Development Bank. It's based in Shanghai, and it will involve the use of the central bank digital currency. So I'd love to go to Gina first and then Jackson on this. Do you think, Gina, that most people know that de-dollarization has begun? No. What percentage of people do you think? Well, you're, you just explained that incredibly well because I knew a, a little bit, but you kind of yeah. solidified the whole explanation very well right there. I would probably say 1%, not very many. And this isn't a, yeah. a shameless gold commercial, but I'm going to tell you this. Andrew Sorcini, um, I don't know where I would be or a lot of the Patriots would be without him. Um, and, and I, I, you know, because you, we, during a time of concern, you don't want to be buying precious metals from a person who's trying to take advantage of you. Yeah. And yes. so I heard of Andrew Sorcini through two of my friends that owned a yeah. bank years ago. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I, pre the great reset, we just take a quarter of our income and we buy gold and silver. And that's just what we do because I saw these things coming. I saw the de-dollarization and the buddy of mine that owns a bank, he says, you know how exponential, uh, how exponential growth works. I said, how does it work? He goes, well, there's 2% inflation and then it will go to four. If government doesn't curb the spending and then it's eight and then it's 16 and then it's 32 and then it's 64 and then, you know, and he goes, so I would recommend you buy gold and silver. So and I'd love to ask you the same question, Jackson. Do you, what percentage of people do you think that have any idea that de-dollarization is happening? Oh, I think Gina's right. It's probably close to 1%. And it's very unfortunate because, you know, it's just going to come all of a sudden as a shock. Yeah. Uh, because you can you can see it happen incrementally. But then all of a sudden, whenever the wake up call takes place, uh, people aren't going to know what to do and they will not be prepared because they haven't invested in gold, silver or other hard assets. And so, yeah, you can kind of see the the crash like has already happened, but we're still like not aware that the crash has happened.
You know, I've uh, uh, been talking about this for two and a half consecutive years, I think very consistently. Um, but if anybody, I would just as a call to action today, I would schedule a consultation with somebody like Andrew Sorcini. Who, if you oh, we, if we can put his info back up again. We could put Andrew's info back up again. No matter who you go with, I would just say go to bh-pm.com or somebody else. If you have a guy, go to your local guy and have a conversation because, and I want people to know this, if you go to Beverly Hills Precious Metals, they have a, a chart where Andrew Sorcini charts the history of inflation. I'm just going to read this to you. And this is real facts, and this will blow your mind. So Venezuela was once the most prosperous country in South Africa, or, or South, South America. And then uh, something happened. Okay, so listen to this. Venezuela, the inflation rate in 2013, after the vote was switched and Maduro came to power, the inflation rate went to 41%. After Chavez and the Chavez and Maduro family came to power, the inflation rate went to 41%. Sounds kind of familiar. I mean, hasn't yep. the cost of eggs gone up 40%? Mm -hmm. Hasn't it? Eggs, yes. Get chickens. Yeah. Treat them well and give them organic feed and get your eggs. I'm serious. Get some chickens yeah. if you can. They they can live a long time and they actually understand 33 human words. So there you go. There and it, now, The inflation <laughs> rate went to 65,000%. In Venezuela, before they basically, the money became worthless. Quite in, a lot. In Zimbabwe, check this out. 2008, their inflation rate hit, rate hit 79.6 billion percent, meaning that the price of the items doubled every 24.7 hours. Mm -hmm. So imagine that you were going to book a dinner for your church. You'd say, Mr. Caterer, can I prepay you? He says, why? Well, because I know you're going to double the prices tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of conversation. Uh, another example, um, Yugoslavia, their inflation rate hit 313 million percent in 1994, which means the prices doubled every 1.4 days. When was the war? Remember when Yugoslavia, what they did, it was the communist playbook, right? It was the same thing. When was that war? Yugoslavia war. Mm -hmm. Is that in 91, two? There you go. That's why that happened. There it is. Yeah. It looks like there's a uh, there a, a conflict with Kosovo from yep. 98 to 99 and then Croatia 91 to 95. Interesting. So, See? So right I just want to be very clear. So what am I talking about? I want to make, make sure I'm succinct today. Um, one, the hyperinflation is upon us. Yes. And I just want to be very clear. We need to trust in God and not the dollar. Amen. And I have personally right. really struggled with that the last two and a half years. Like I really, mm -hmm. you know, like if not that anyone wants to read my mind, but if you did, these are the thoughts I have. I'm going, uh, every time we do a reawaken tour, I lose a lot of money. <laughs> and if I keep doing that, I'm going to lose a lot more. Mm -hmm. And I remember my wife, we were driving to your church, actually. And we were driving to church. And my wife goes, honey, are you aware of what happened at the last event? I go, yeah, I was there. We shared the truth. A lot of people, I think we had like a thousand people get baptized. She goes, don't dodge it. I go, what? She goes, do you know how much money we lost? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I'm just making sure you're aware because you are scaling a fail financially. And I go, yeah, but I, I we need to let people name their price. I feel like the God, it's a mandate from God or a, a strong ask or whatever that is. And General Flynn's in agreement. And that's the, that's the culture. I'm not going to take any income. We're not. We're going to let people name their price. And my wife says, I'm not doubting that you heard that from God at all. I'm not doubting. I just want to make sure you're aware of how much money you're losing. <laughs> but, you know, you're not in a way, Clay. Yeah, it looks like you're losing it and yeah. initially on the surface. Right. But you have to know God is Jehovah Rapha. True. My and provider. And, I, and I've had to I had to deal with that. 
So yeah, what yeah. I've had to deal with, and I'll just tell you how God's been providing this is a pretty, pretty fun story. Um, and Gina, you've, you've worked with the ticket sales team, so you can maybe see some of this, but you know how we let people name their price. Mm-hmm. And there was a patch there where everyone was like 40 bucks, yeah, $22. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, you, you, you yeah, deal I with remember it. that. And mm-hmm. you let people name their price. So you talk to people uh-huh. and I'm sure you feel bad about the thing. I feel bad. We're all like, oh no, this is going to be bad. Well, then we announced the Florida event and we had a lot of people like, uh, I really want to go all in to save the country. So can I get a VIP full price? No discount, please. Mm-hmm. And we had this crazy shift. Uh, shift that had to be God inspired, mm-hmm. but we began having more people pay full price mm-hmm. than discount. And it happened over and wow. over and over and over and over and over. And my wife is like, what's going on? Are you oh, saying no. something different on shows? And I go, no, I think God was testing the fortitude of us trusting him. It was actually Jehovah Jireh. I mean, Jehovah Rapha is my healer in Hebrew. It's Jehovah Jireh, which is my provider. Just to make the correction. And I want to be very clear. That's why I'm just saying for anybody out there who's maybe struggling financially because of persecution, um, in Florida, we've watched this happen. And it got to a point where I told the the team, I said, guys, we can't sell any more VIP tickets Mm -hmm. because we're out of spaces. And that never happens. Wow. It never happens. Wow. Now, I even have a lady that calls in. Her name's Mimi. Yep. And she just donates money. She can't come Aww. to the conferences, but she says, I want to help somebody else come. And, that that, and that back happens. To, and back to great people. We have this other lady. She reaches out. She says, uh, I would like to buy a ticket. I'd like to buy 10. I won't mention her name. She says, I want to buy 10. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you might have talked to her before. But, yeah. she says, but I'm not going to go. And I go, why? She goes, um, my husband, uh, has a severe disability and we can't go. Um, and, uh, I currently am living without power because the power went out at my house, um, due to some stuff in California that happened. And, um, I, our business is really kind of going to hell. Mm-hmm. And I go, what now? She goes, my husband's health is failing. My house is my, doesn't have power in this beautiful home. And my business is falling apart because of restrictions they put in place in California. And I go, can I ask you why you're wanting to buy tickets and tickets? And she goes, because God has told me that if I sow into your ministry, that um, he'll bless me. Yep. And I said, I'm not a ministry. I'm a very unprofitable uh, for-profit event. And she says, whatever. And I go, you know, you can't write it off though. She goes, I don't care. God has, it's not about a 501c3. I talked to General Flynn. And I asked him about you, and I met you at one of your events, and I know that the pastors who preach on your stage, I would not know their names if you guys weren't doing the event. And so, Mr. Clay Clark, stop talking to me. Pass the phone to someone who's <laughs> my way. Well, I'm still motivated. I go, really? She goes, I don't want to do this. I just feel like I'm supposed to. And I'm running into that a lot right now. So I'm just, if you're listening right now, idea number one, let's put our faith in God and not in the dollar. Um, idea number two I want to share is that if you believe in the Bible, you have to come to grips with processing the fulfillment of the prophetic as a good thing. And I, who am I preaching to? I'm preaching to myself. I'll probably watch this video again and take notes, okay? Because 27% of the Bible, Amanda, is prophetic. Yes. But it's not necessarily the stuff I want to hear. You know, nation against nation, famines, pestilences, wars, rumors of wars, Matthew 24, Luke 21. It's not like the stuff I want. I I don't want that. Right. But it's in the Bible. But you need it. I need it. So I'm just saying to me, I'll stop talking. I want to get your thoughts and your thoughts, Jackson. But I have really had a hard time as recently as this morning, but it's in the past, (laughs) with this idea 
of because I've tried to speak at the Reawaken America Drew about these topics in hopes to stop the Great Reset. And now as I'm seeing some of these things happen, I'm going, God's in control. It's in the Bible. It's all <laughs> happening. Oh, and I tell myself that even though sometimes I don't feel like that. I'd love to get your thoughts, Amanda, on that. You know, the interesting part about prophecy, if we look back at the prophets, a lot of times they had to say things that people didn't want to hear that were not fun, that were very sobering, but it was the truth of God. When Nathan went marching in to David on his throne, because he knows what he's done with Bathsheba, and he knows now the kingdom is at stake if this isn't set right. And he tells him this story about his little this little lamb, and the guy took the lamb, who had all the lambs, and slaughtered this one man's little lamb that he loved. And he said, this man deserves to die for what he did. And what did Nathan say? It is you. You're the Aww. one who took the lamb. Now, that is a tough thing to say to a king. But Nathan feared God more than he feared man. See, that's the prophetic office. You fear God more than you fear man. And you say it because God told you to say it. And that's all there is to it. And that's my relationship with the Trump family. If I had to just overall, they're not, I'm not saying they did the spirit of David stuff or things that David did. I'm just saying, I want to share the truth with that family. And I am so thankful that God has given Eric Trump ears to hear. Yeah. And the discernment and willingness. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to meet him for the first time face to face for like a multiple hour meeting, you know, thing. And I, I, my wife goes, what are you going to tell him? I said, I'm going to tell him everything about the Great Reset. <laughs> I'm going to bring the sources, bring the documents, bring the receipts. And my wife says, well, call me after it. So we're going there. And I get in the car and after meeting him and my wife goes, how'd it go? I said, well, we will never, ever, ever speak again or we'll become very good friends. Because <laughs> I just said everything that you can't say at CPAC and there you go. the truth. Mm -hmm. And if what I said is true, the vast majority of the Republican Party is corrupt at its core. And it is. my wife goes, okay, I'll be praying for that, you know? So I'm in the car with my son. My son and I are driving back to meet my wife in Florida. And my son's like, dad, I can't believe you said that. That was crazy. Because my son was there, you know? And my son was at the place. And my son's like, that's crazy. And his friends was with him in the car like, that's crazy, dude. Because they were, you know, at the same. And they're like, they're kind of eavesdropping. They're like, that's crazy, you know? And I'm, the whole time I'm driving, like, I'm crazy. I'm going to get rebuked. I'm going to go on. I'm going to see on myself on social. It's out of their character to do this. But I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get attacked. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to, something's going to happen, you know? And then Eric calls me. He's like, hey, bud. I want you to know I love you. He used that word. And I go, you, 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 okay, hi. You know, like what? And he goes, I love you. And I really appreciate you having the courage to share the truth with me. And I love you. So I want you to know that. And you are the best. And I really appreciate our friendship. And I go, do you say friendship? He goes, yeah. Where we have, we have a friendship thing going. I go, yeah. He's like, okay. And, I, and then from that point, it's been this unbelievable relationship and I'm just so honored to call them friends. But since I have to say the stuff about what's going on that goes against the narrative and it's very uncomfortable, uh, Pastor Jackson, let me get your thoughts on the fulfillment of pr the prophetic aspects of the Bible. Yeah, so it's sometimes hard to fathom because the reality is these things that we read about, especially in the book of Revelation, uh, there's nothing we can do to stop mm -hmm. it. 
You know, oh. there's just there's nothing. There's not enough effort. There's not enough time. There's not enough organization to stop it. Now we don't know exactly when that day or that hour is. So what we do in the meantime is we occupy, we spread the gospel, we do what we're called to do. With the realization, right. though, however, these things have to happen, and although they are terrible things, it's called the great and terrible day of the Lord. It is a terrible day in that these things are taking place, but it's also a great day because the kingdom of God will finally be established completely and totally. And so it's it's tough. Here's my suggestion to people, practically speaking. You know that your physical body one day is going to die. One day, it's inevitable. It's appointed unto all of us to die. But that doesn't mean we don't take care of our bodies while we're here. We take care of our bodies. We understand, though, however, what's going to happen to every single one of us. We're going to die. That doesn't mean, though, we shouldn't. Yeah, I know. It's very negative. But it's true. However, in the midst of it, you take care of your body. And so that's what we do right now. We know this world is going to come to an end as we know it. Therefore, while we're here, the time that we have, we do the very best that we can to build the kingdom, spread the gospel. So let's say that as far as giving people some really good action items today, I love, I, I, sometimes one of my frustrations is we hop on shows or people hop on shows and we give a lot of problems, but then it's like, what can I do? And if I were a business consultant, anyone listening out there and I'm not for everybody, that's what I do. I grow companies and I own businesses, but I always tell people focus on what you can control. You know, like you can't stop the national divorce rate from going up, but you can stop your national (laughs) divorce rate from going up by keeping that thing at zero. So, you know, you can't stop kids becoming uneducated at scale because of the poor education system. You can make sure your kids are intelligent through the way that you mentor your children. So step number one, I would recommend everybody today go to a precious metals company that you trust, schedule a consultation. And if you're smart and I know your listeners are smart, we can put that up consultation (laughs) and don't submit to pressure. Just look at it, research it, think mm-hmm. about it, ask yourself, why are Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, why are they all buying the Earth's gold? Why is that happening? And ask yourself, how much is a Venezuelan dollar worth today? You know, ask yourself these questions and think, what's the best move for your family? Second thing, listen to Amanda Grace's show in Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer's church services. Don't stop listening. And Jackson, it's Sheridan.Church. Sheridan.Church. Don't stop hearing from the Holy Spirit. Third, do what what Amanda told me to do. And it was a tough message. I I did not like the message. I said, what should I do to improve my relationship with God? That's what I asked you on your show. And you said, well, you need to read the Bible every day. And if you have a friendship with God, you would want to have a conversation every day. So you should read it every day. And I'm going, you're so mean. You know, because in business, I mean, I'll grow my business every day. I'll do business things every day, but read the Bible every day. And I found that as I've read it, it's become interesting to me. It's become exciting to me. I'm beginning to see things I wouldn't have seen before. And so my recommendation for where to start, I would just recommend if you read Luke chapter 21 and Matthew chapter 24, you'll have a very good understanding of what is happening right now. Luke chapter 24. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 24, and I would not be afraid of the book of Daniel because the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation fit together. Mm-hmm. They're like a one-two combo. It's like part one, part two. Listen to the, read the audio book of Daniel. Listen to it. Really do that. Next action item. I would recommend that you come out to a Reawaken America tour and you meet three friends. 
and I'm not um, saying this just because Gina's here, but she's <laughs> kind of my sister is how I would Aww. define our relationship. Aww. <laughs> and I, I really do. I really love her family. I love her husband. I love her. They're any nice people, but we talk, I mean, yeah, you work here, but we talk outside of that too. Yeah. We've, we've been in the, on the road together, on the road together. Yeah. We've been on the road trip. My wife's been driving. She's been driving. We're done. <laughs> and, and then her friend, Tanya, that's a great friend. And Tanya's a great friend. And Gina's a great friend. And we have a network of, you know, you got to have three or four families, at least that you have that relationship with that are Christians. Mm -hmm. Yes. You just can't forsake the gathering. Hebrews 10, 25. You got to get connected. You, you just, you need to do it. So I would recommend you come out to one of our events and Amanda, you do such a great, you pray for people all day. I mean, hours, hours. We stand there and pray for people. What's the longest you've been in? I've seen lines of what appears to be like maybe 500 people in line. I mean, you've been out there for what? Three, four consecutive hours. Praying yeah. for people. Yes. Yeah. Three, four consecutive hours. And then we break it. Then we go back at it again. Yeah. So I would just say I would go to time to free today. We only have 200 tickets left. It's probably 190 left or 180 left, but 200 was the total this morning. I would go then. I would request a ticket. It's a Trump Doral. It's in May. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of out of control now in terms of the speaker lineup. We just hit yeah. 80, 80. Did you do 70? How many is it up to now, Clay? 80. And it's my, oh my goodness. Eric. Uh, you know, his this just in Eric's dad is that was the president of the United States, and so <laughs> President Trump's attorney. You're going to hear from her, she'll be there. You're going to hear from Peter Navarro, his chief strategist. With I Mike had Peter Navarro on, yes, we you're very much have, enjoyed it. Yes, Cash Patel will be there, Eric will be there, Laura Trump is now coming, Dr. Uh, yourself will be there. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have Pastor Leon Benjamin, you have Stella Emanuel, Dr. Simone Gold. I mean, Jackson will be there, and it's just a great way for you to fellowship and to take two days and to get connected with other believers. Um, Jackson, what do you think the value is of getting connected? Because a lot of people don't have a church like yours to go to. What's the value of connecting to those believers? It's huge because we're relational beings created in the image of a very relational God. God is relational at his core, and we are created in his image and likeness. Therefore, we need one another. And the thing the enemy loves to do is isolate people. That's hmm. when the enemy wins is when he can isolate you. But when you get connected, uh, we're so much stronger together than we are apart. And then you realize at these events, you're not the only one mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. thinks the way you think. Amen. Although you're told you're the only Amen. one. Now, uh, Gina, a final, I want to respect Amanda's time, but final thing I wanted to ask you, uh, there's no smoke and mirrors. There's no bait and switch. If somebody goes to timetofreeamerica.com and they request a ticket, will you kind of explain how that works? Because when I tell people you can name your price, I think a lot of people, there's some confusion. And then the mainstream media loves to take that confusion and, and make it. Of course they do. Yeah. You can go to timetofreeamerica.com and request a ticket. And then what's going to happen is it's going to shoot an email to us. We're going to print that out. And we're going to make that phone call. So be sure and answer the phone, especially by a number you don't recognize, because it's probably one of us. And then we're going to go over the information about the Reawaken America tour. Um, you can get a ticket, a VIP ticket for 500. Gen you get a gift with that too. General admission for 250. And then we also have scholarship pr uh, pricing where you can name your price. We want your best price because we want to keep these things going as long as there's a need to save our country. But yes. 
you can name your price. And we won't sit there and debate with you. I mean, one guy no. told me, he said, hey, uh -uh. Uh, for my family and I to get there, we're going to barely be able to afford to go to Miami, Florida. So can we pay $25? I'm yep. like, yeah, if that's what you can pay. I mean, that's between you and God. That's and that's right. how that is. So I just, Amanda, hopefully we, we clarified a lot of stuff today. And I just want to say thank you, Amanda Grace, for getting me in the daily Bible reading. That was a big thing. Huge. And thank you, Pastor Jackson, Jesus, for creating a church environment for, by, for being obedient to the Lord and creating an environment where my kids want to go to church. We like that. But my kids want to go. <laughs> yes. no, serious. My kids want to yeah, go. That's and huge. we have we have some things because of the tour where I have to travel sometimes. And so sometimes like once a month, I'm not there on a Sunday, but my kids are like, dad, are we going to go? They want to go. <laughs> and these wonderful. are kids that want to go. And it's not like, dad, do we have to go? Oh man, they want to go. Yeah, to drag them by the ear. They want to go. And I just think that's something that says something there. And that's Sheridan.Church. So Amanda, thank you so much for letting me harass you. And I love the new background. It looks great. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for coming on today. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Absolutely. Thank you, Amanda. Have a great day. You too. God bless, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And that concludes our interview with Clay Clark and friends. We're going to call them Clay Clark and friends. Yes, it's Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer as well. And, um, and we just so appreciate who does the, the ticket sales also for Clay because they are patient, they are wonderful, um, and we just appreciate them very much, and we appreciate Clay's team very much. Um, a couple of announcements I wanted to make. I think maybe just one, but May 31st, I will, it's a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock p.m., I will be speaking at Faith Assembly of God in Poughkeepsie, New York. After 20 years, the Lord has brought me back there, and I am speaking now there, and I thank Pastor Sam and his wife uh, for allowing me to speak there. They asked me to speak, and so I'm looking very forward to that. That is going to be May 31st, 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, we are going to be Yep, it's 25 Golf Club Lane in Poughkeepsie, New York. We are going to be there. So we're looking forward to seeing many of you come out that night. Uh, it's going to be a great night. So thank you so much for that. Uh, also, I'm thinking, I thought I had one more announcement. We will get the footage of Archie. Archie has been moved over. He's in one dwelling. Moses and Simeon are in another dwelling. They can see each other through the fence. We did that, obviously, for safety reasons, because Moses and Archie, even though they're castrated, they're both males. And so we wanted to make sure that everything on that front was okay. So we will get some footage for that and definitely put it out there for all of you to see. Um, I'm looking, I'm going to be working on this maybe till Tuesday, but I've got uh, an interesting prophetic um, insight and connect the dots that the Lord has been doing with me. Um, it's almost, almost leading into a part two of what I did. Uh, when it came to the indictment, but this has to do with so much more. And so I've been putting it together. I've been praying to the Lord about it. And so I am hoping on Tuesday we'll announce to do that broadcast. So everyone's asking if, if Greg Cooper wants to know if I'm ever going to come to the Midwest. Greg, hopefully if a church in the Midwest invites me out there a place or an event, we'll come out to the Midwest, Greg Cooper. So hopefully that'll be 
at some point. We're looking very forward to seeing everyone reawaken America in Miami, which is also in May. It's the, it's about the middle of May. And so we're looking very forward to going out there and doing that as well. Um, and what else? I think that's about it. I think that is all. There was one more thing and I can't remember it right now. So if we have to, we'll put it out on social media and, uh, Thanks to Clay again. Thanks to Clay, Pastor Jackson, and Clay's team for, for coming on and all the incredible work they do for the kingdom of God. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. God bless you. Keep the faith. I'm watching the birds flutter in there. And uh, armor up, according to Ephesians chapter 6, Psalm 91, every day. Recite it right now every single day. Okay. So, uh, this is so important right now. That's like your contract. So there is power in the word. It is living and it is active and we need to speak it. So Psalm 91, speak it every single day. So God bless everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your evening and we will be back on soon. Good night. Hello everyone, this is Amanda Grace and I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com, that is bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before, he loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing, you can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking for guidance, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband, Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a top nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board and we are both patients of his. I have to tell you, they have helped us tremendously. They also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track. So if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh, what they are all about, what products they have, you can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all 
year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and yeah, I gave them I to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie. And she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked, actually, but she said they worked so, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brainwaves. This one is neuropathy. I actually have it on and we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> so it's good. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America. I have been humbled and honored to be a part of Reawaken America since April, 2021, when the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I have to say, I have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America and seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the Lord. We have seen many people uh, get set free, healed, delivered. Uh, we love to pray over people at Reawaken America. Um, I have prayed with so many uh, amazing people, which include Marty Grisham from Lama Fair Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, uh, who also deals in deliverance as well. And it has been uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people, to be able to minister to them, for my husband Chris to be able to minister as well, and uh, for, for Clay and General Flynn to allow me to, to even speak there, to even speak and, and speak what the Lord has to say. People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. Uh, and so, Reawaken America has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the Lord um, and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for, but also to get necessary information they need because the word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you free. Um, and so it's been an incredible experience for us. We hope to see you at upcoming events uh, that are coming up this year. Uh, and we are excited to see you there. God bless everyone.